So uh, today I, I loathe to do any kind of video at a, at a sermon, but I'm going to do a little three-minute thing that the diocese put out that we were looking at that's so, it's too good to pass up. How to receive communion. It's all the ways people do it that ought, we ought to do it differently. All the Eucharistic ministers have asked me to do this because there's just... You know, for example, gaps where the hose goes down the middle. And anyway, it's, it's kind of funny. It starts, if you do it wrong, there's an X goes, you know, so I like that. <laughs> it's, it's campy, and it's, but it also gets the message across. So I thought, yeah, I'll, I'm going to throw this. But I wanted to start with uh, something I never thought would, I'd get any use out of, but this story, I, that's the most, one of the most embarrassing things that ever happened in my life, and it was while receiving communion as a layperson. I, when I worked for the airline, we used to have these payday raffles, and so I, to to get rid of this person that was trying to sell a ticket, I had I had a very troublesome uh, situation I was dealing with, and here comes this person selling tickets. We in our in our company, uh, my office, when we had payday raffles every other week, it was to some place in overseas, you know. So, sorry about that, but that was what we did. <laughs> we had good payday raffles, you know. It was hard to win them, though, because there were a lot of us. So anyway, I gave her a buck to get rid of her, and that was literally the truth. And, of course, I won second prize, which was a trip to... The first prize was a trip to anywhere you wanted to go, and the second prize was a trip to Athens, which at the time I thought, oh, a bunch of rocks, you know. Can you, can you imagine <laughs> how, how provincial that idea was it changed my life seeing Athens I mean, it really did it's talk about eye-opening but we after that my friend and I I, I brought a friend with me because it was for two and just incidentally that was free dollars I would uh, I could have gotten first class on TWA when first class was first class it was six thousand dollars you know I thought two hundred dollars is too much money that's like the second dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. Anyway, that, that's another homily. So I went, I went to Rome, and he went home, and I managed to navigate without having never been to Europe or a guide or anything. I, and anyway, it was Ash Wednesday, and I found myself in St. John Lateran, which is nothing if not a massive church. And it's very beautiful, actually. It's kind of a combination of old and new, new meaning meaning. Renaissance and and <laughs> that's new for Europe, and anyway and and then in more ancient part and it goes back all the way to the fourth century. It's, it's really incredible. So I'm in there getting. It's Ash Wednesday, so I received ashes there, and then from some cardinal of all there was a cardinal and a bunch of high ups. You know I don't know who it was, but I was kind of excited about that. And so we got to communion, and I didn't look at the. the there must have been a sign somewhere that said, don't receive in the hand, right? So, I mean, well, over here, that's what everybody did. So in those days, very few people received on the tongue over here, but it, over there, they must have been a sign that said, we don't give communion in the hand. That's because they, people would take home souvenirs. This, is, this was the whole reason. Why they changed, I don't know, because there's still people seeking souvenirs, you know. But anyway, now you have a choice, but you didn't back then. So I came up to this cardinal, I, I can still see this. It, you know, what a dramatic figure he cut, too, you know. And this was no Monsignor. This was a real cardinal suit this guy had on. And I'm coming up to Ash Wednesday, and I, I, put, <laughs> I, put, I, I don't know what I look like, but I, I put my hands out to receive communion to this cardinal. And he says, I'll never forget this, because there's good acoustics in that church. 
he said, it's forbidden in Italian. I don't know, what's, what's Italian for forbidden? <laughs> anyway, whatever he said, everybody got the message, and the whole church looked at me. Everything stopped, including the music. And everybody stared at me like I was going to steal the Eucharist or step on it or something. And I'm going, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm going back. <laughs> I, just, I just ran out of the building. It was so embarrassing. Everybody was... <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. It just, it just, you know, I made up my mind. There was another a priest used to do this to people when I was growing up. Monsignor O'Sullivan, this is from L.A., no, there's no Monsignor O'Sullivan around here, but he was infamous even up here, and he used to single people out for embarrassment, such as wearing the wrong dress or coming to church later. There's always, there used to be those kind in the church way back when. You know, I don't know where they, where they went to seminary, but I don't think any of us do that, but, but I, I watched it happen. Anyways, I would never do that to you, but, but it, I, thought I thought I'd share that story with you because... You know, the, how we receive really is important because we're receiving Jesus. And how our, our, our posture and, and our prayerfulness and, and our faith really shows in, in how we are, uh, you know, comporting ourselves. So without any further ado, roll it, <laughs> Dan. We've had trouble getting this motor started at the other masses, so, oh, good. The Most Holy Eucharist stands at the center of the Church's life, since it truly contains the Church's entire spiritual wealth, Christ Himself, our Passover and living bread. The Church has received the Eucharist from Christ her Lord, not as one gift, however precious, among so many others, but par excellence, for it is the gift of Himself, of His person and His sacred humanity, as well as the gift of His saving work. Therefore, it's of the utmost importance that we show the greatest of respect to and reverence for our Lord truly present in the Holy Eucharist. The reverence with which we receive Holy Communion should be a sign of our inward disposition and a sign of our belief. Many of us received our First Communion years ago, and since then perhaps we've not been as attentive as we could have to a prayerful and reverent reception of Holy Communion. Let us take a moment now to see some things to consider when receiving Holy Communion and some things to avoid. If we are to receive Communion in the hand, we do so by preparing a throne for the Lord. That is to place one hand under the other and then after having the host placed on our palm, place the host in our mouths. Don't use one hand. Don't leave a gap for the host to fall. And don't flip the host into your mouth. If your hands are loaded down or carrying books or beads, then receive on the tongue. Don't take the host. It is given to you. If you are to receive on the tongue, open your mouth and place your tongue over the bottom lip. Please don't bite the host or open your mouth without extending your tongue. Needless to say, you should not have anything else in your mouth. 
Please make sure you consume the host in view of the minister. If you walk away with the sacred host, there may be cause for concern. If you are receiving on the tongue, please keep your head still so that the minister can easily place the host on your tongue. And open your mouth wide enough. If you are not kneeling to receive Holy Communion, the Church asks that you make an act of reverence. This is usually a bow. Please be careful and make your act of reverence before you approach the minister. If we bow directly in front of the minister, it may cause problems. The surpassing gift of the Eucharist is where the Church draws her love. The dynamic force of all her activity and a whole sense of purpose and direction. The Second Vatican Council reminds us that the Eucharistic sacrifice is the source and summit of the Christian life. More reverence towards the Holy Eucharist only serves to help us on our path to holiness and it gives a great witness to our Eucharistic faith and life. I can safely say, uh, I think I speak for some of our Eucharistic ministers here, that I have seen every one of those except for the gentleman who put his head in the, in the, in the plate. <laughs> I've never seen that. But, you know, the grabbers, and, you know, and it, often that means I'm not Catholic, and, and you know, God, God love people who aren't Catholic. You know, uh, in Protestant churches, there is intercommunion, but we believe that you're, I tell people, well, you're also saying the Pope is my, is my pastor, you know, and, and that makes a difference. So we have a different... It's, as well as it being the body and blood of Christ, but uh, all those things—they they are funny, and it's, you know, we you see everything, and people don't mean to be irreverent. It's just that you know the the gap, the the, the God of the gaps—that's what I call that. If you know what science is about, but that one comes up quite a bit. You know, having a V—I don't mind having a V, but please don't leave a gap. You know, it's. Uh, it's the idea of a, of a throne as a pious thing. When I was young, there was only the option of the tongue, and I remember the Lord got, used to get stuck on the top of my roof of my mouth. And I remember we had the 65 missile, and uh, the, the phrase was, Lord, uh, I'm not worthy to enter, these enter my soul, only this, this soul my, and I'm not worthy to have you enter my, the roof of my mouth. That's what it said. And, and by God, that's where he was most of the time. And so, you know, this kind of thing. As a kid, I remember I thought that was funny. But, you know, sometimes that's a blessing because that God can stay there longer. You know, and we, we only have that sacramental moment. It's okay to be singing, and that's a good way of being thankful to God. Or we can be quiet. You know, you don't have to sing after communion. You can, you can but remember who, we, who we've just had as a guest in our home sacramentally, physically, only lasts a few moments. Uh, but we can keep him spiritually until the next time we receive him in Mass. And uh, there's other gestures that we use. It's how the priest does his gestures, shows whether I'm praying the Mass, how you genuflect, how you get up and sit down, how we do things, shows how, whether we're present at Mass. And sometimes we come and we go. Some people get distracted, and they ask me what to do about it. And I say, well, if you find yourself over in over in Europe, halfway through the Eucharistic prayer, when you come back to yourself, the Lord said, here she comes, she's back again, you know. So we, the Lord, there are all kinds of ways in which we uh, can pray the Mass more reverently, and that's just a, a good video about how to do the Eucharist.